Making everyone happy on vacation isn't easy, but you know what is? Going to Aruba. All you have to do is walk out your door to find pristine pools, relaxing white sand beaches, and an island teeming with outdoor activities that'll put a smile on any face. You won't just feel great, you'll all feel great, filled with a calmer, more peaceful vibe that radiates Aruba's warmth. And the best part is, it never fades. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your family trip at aruba.com. This is Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. Uh, But right now, the Prime Minister has uh, just announced this week uh, a renewed focus on LGBTQ issues, which includes the appointment of a special advisor on these issues. Now, part of what the government's working on is a change to the criminal code as it pertains to um, anal sex. Uh, there's also talk about um, addressing some historical wrongs. So joining us to talk a bit more then about what's on the agenda and why this needs a uh, special focus. Pleased to welcome to the program Randy Bossino, who is a Liberal MP for Edmonton Centre and is the aforementioned Special Advisor to the PM on LGBTQ issues. Uh, Randy, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks very much, Rob. All right. Well, when did you first get asked to, to take on this responsibility? Uh, just uh, only days ago, and the appointment happened yesterday. So it's all uh, it's all very new. Okay. So what what's your understanding then of of what it is you're to do? What your mandate is? So what the prime minister has asked me to do is to play a coordination role on behalf of government. There's essentially three elements. One is the coordination role on behalf of the government. There's a lot of moving pieces in terms of you know what the community has been asking government to do over the last couple of decades so ministries like department of national defense justice public security health are all involved so my job is to coordinate with ministers and their staffs many of which in fact all of which have been working on a lot of these issues already so that's that's job number one and then there's also an important uh, role in being a focal point for members of the community and organizations you know to communicate with government so that's my role. And then to also shine light on really important issues and serve as a spokesperson for government. Okay. So, um, look, I mean, it seems like a lot of issues around the LGBT community that, that have been dealt with. I mean, gay marriage was, was dealt with a long time ago, made a lot of strides on, on gay rights. Um, you know, some issues here in Alberta making progress on as well in terms of protecting kids in schools. So what, what outstanding issues are there still? So one of the things, Rob, that most Canadians may be unaware of is that from 1969 until into the late 80s, some 9,000 Canadians were fired from their jobs in the federal public service, including the military and the RCMP, uh, simply because they were discovered to be or forced out of the closet to declare to be um, gay or lesbian. And so lost in cases, lost their pensions. Uh, were either honorably or dishonorably discharged from the military, some as young as 19. And um, it was essentially a perch. Uh, there was even a, um, a Carleton professor that was involved in creating a, uh, a screening mechanism to identify the pupil size of eyes during intense questioning that they called the fruit machine. And so the community is primarily interested, and this comes from a report from Egal Canada and other organizations, for you know an apology from the government for these past wrongs. And so it is part of my job to do you know, a deep listen uh, across the country uh, so that we can, when we're able to determine what our response is, to do so respectfully and, uh, and, and sensitively. Well, okay, but, you know, and, and I understand that, but it just seems that if, you know, the Prime Minister believes uh, an apology is, is in order on, on behalf of the government, that 
that that would be relatively straightforward to do. He could he could do that tomorrow. Well, you would think that you could do that tomorrow. What, as, as you know, when an apology is given, it also has to be accepted. And so, as a member of the community and uh, you know, first openly gay uh, man to be elected from Alberta, it's really important for me and for the government that we get this right so that the apology is broadly accepted. Okay. So, what, what do you mean, get it right? Well, is listening. I mean, the community has done some listening. The community has. You know, found out, but you know, I have yet to hear from you know people who uh, were discriminated against and fired from their jobs. We're going to be working to make sure that we can uh, have this uh, opportunity to listen to Canadians. And then once we've addressed historical wrongs, it's you know how do we move forward for the future? We've got C16 on the table to help extend uh, rights for the transgendered. Uh, and gender expression community, so that's important. And then we also want to make sure that um, we are making sure that all of our laws, uh, you know, withstand uh, and respond to the values and rights and freedoms enshrined in the Charter. Okay, so does that mean you'll be, like, issuing a report? Are you going to report back to the Prime Minister at some point on that? Absolutely. I'll be reporting on a, on a regular basis to the Prime Minister, and it's early days. I've been, in the, I've been officially in the job for about 24 hours, yeah. almost 30, and so I'll be meeting with officials in the Prime Minister's office, in the Privy Council office, so that we can then you know, determine a game plan and a timeline. And we will be working very closely with the leadership of the LGBTQ2 community across the country, but also with individual Canadians to, uh, you know, really, to hear the stories and understand how we can move forward together. Okay, so as you say, there's some things happening on some parallel tracks, legislation that, that's, uh, that's working its way through. We heard this week as well about potential changes coming to, to the criminal code to remove some of these more archaic provisions. I mean, is, is that part of your work? Absolutely. So that's where the coordination with different ministries comes from. I mean, if we're looking, you know, one of the things with an apology is also, are there people whom we should pardon? Are there individuals that were wrongly convicted? Um, so we have to look at that, and that's that, that's a responsibility of the of the public um, security minister, public safety minister Ralph Goodale. So my job is to basically do a scan uh, of legislation and of and of and of basic different initiatives to make sure that um, they're meeting the um, expectations and the uh, you know the the. Do you have the expectations of the community? All right. And so, I mean, is the ultimate goal, I mean, how does it advance where we're at today? I understand the importance maybe of, of addressing some historical wrongs, especially if it means that, um, you know, people were negatively harmed and, and still feeling that today in terms of, you know, lost income, criminal records, et cetera. But in terms of where Canada is at as a society, what, what's going to be different five years from now? Well, I hope what's going to be different five years from now is when we announce, uh, when we announce, at, you know, extending basic human rights to all Canadians, regardless of difference, that um, we have, you know, less negative feedback than I've already seen on, on Facebook and Twitter. I mean, we have made strides in Canada. I mean, I knew I was gay at 21, didn't come out until 28 because I thought, I thought, you know, I would never be loved. I thought my, you know, prospects of career would would be seriously marginalized. Mm -hmm. And there's still, you know, gay, lesbian, transgender, two-spirited youth who have that fear. I mean, we still have a, we still have, you know, a ways to go. And, you know, a simple issue, Rob, I can't give blood. 
I mean, I have to wait a year. I have to go right. get a test, wait for a year. We campaign on getting that down to zero, like no blood ban, and we're going to follow the science. Minister Jane Philpott has given $3 million to Hema Quebec and Canadian Blood Services to do the research so that we can demonstrate that, you know, a screen is a screen and should apply to all Canadians. Okay, well, you, you mentioned something there. You talked about some of the reaction you've seen on, online or on social media. What, what, what have you seen? Um, well, you know, some people don't understand um, or don't value the fact that we really value diversity and we value the fact that people are different and that we're stronger because of our diversity, uh, you know, in spite of it. I mean, I've already had, uh, you know, uh, homophobic comments and slurs thrown at me on, on Twitter and on Facebook, uh, you know, that this is um, not where our focus should be. And that tells me it's exactly where our focus should be because, you know, our society isn't fully tolerant of, of basic difference and and part of our job is to is to educate and advocate and to let the community know that the, the federal government um, has their backs and, and that you know in this pluralistic multicultural society that um, we are going to be here for LGBTQ2 uh, members of the community. All right. Well, Randy, we'll, uh, we'll let you go from here and um, as you say, how, how long do you expect to, to be working on this? Or, or to That's be in this the position. The mandate could last, um, you know, the, the responsibility, the reporting could last uh, to the end of this mandate. But I, I'm in government to get results and get things done, Rob. So as soon as we, you know, get a plan articulated and start uh, getting some results, I'm happy to loop back and, uh, and share that with your listeners. Yeah, sounds good. Randy, all the best. Appreciate you making some time for us here. Thanks, Rob. Take care. There you go. Liberal MP Randy Bonsano, who uh, represents Edmonton Centre, as mentioned, is the first uh, openly gay MP elected in this province. And uh, as of this week, is the special advisor to the Prime Minister on these issues. 403-974-TALK is a number, 974-8255. Let's come back at some other stories to get to. Some time for your calls and your texts as well. Stay with us. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.